0: With me today are Life Coaches Cindy Chavez and Jackie Gates. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And we have a very unique topic for today. One that uh, it, its we were talking about it before the show. It's very much in our wheelhouse, very much in the, the range of stuff we talk about. But this one comes from Google. At the end of each year, Google does a little thing they call their urine search. I just finished one called "Urine in Search 2021, and I, I'm not even going to give you any more explanation about it. I'm just going to play the video, and listeners obviously will only be able to hear the audio, but the audio gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on, and then let's chat about it afterwards. So what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: All right, let's go for it then. So give me a moment to share my screen so that you all can see it, and here we go. Oops. You see that?
2: Yeah, come
0: in. Okay, here we go.
1: This year has been extremely challenging for me. I am broken. And I am healed. I'm here at the Memorial War. So I want to do something
3: to remember my mom. For some reason, I'm having anxiety. Obviously, it's normal with everything that's going on right now.
1: I think I'm going to take a break for a while.
0: You can get through it, and if you can get through it, there's a greater reward on the other side. Just like anybody else, you know, I'm just trying to do my little part to try and save my community. Ta-da.
1: I'm just really excited we're back open. And I am smiling under my mask. Incredible of the day
3: the match. been so long. You're looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're just like, there I am. Be your best. Never, ever, ever stop dreaming. I'll kill
1: what they tell you.
0: The jury in the above entitled matter is to count three. Find the defendant guilty.
1: I am first the ages.
3: We are not drowning. We are fighting. We cannot
1: keep quiet about climate injustice. No action is
3: too We just have to band together as a community and get people's lives back. Even as we dreamed, we grew, that even as we hurt, we hoped that, even as we tired, we tried that we'll forever be tied together, victorious.
0: Okay, so what do you guys think?
3: Wow, that was so, that was a powerful two minutes. <laughs> I think it should have
2: been a waterproof mascara day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Seriously. I I I loved um I this is a
0: wide range of Give that. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: That was powerful. Such great um production there with the um with the searches being typed in.
1: And, yeah, that's and, right. Uh,
3: our,
0: our podcast audience couldn't couldn't see that, but as they were doing each of those little segments, they were they were showing what the search was.
3: What, what the it, search was that was being typed in, and it was like okay. some of them that really stood out to me: how to stay strong, how to make right. a comeback, how mm-hmm. to move forward, how to heal. Right? It was like wow, wow. I mean, you know, one of the things we know in any kind of marketing online is that. You know, it's important to know what people are looking for, right? <laughs> and right?
1: This
0: is
3: what People are searching for. Th- those really stood out to me as being very powerful. Yeah.
0: I think so yeah. too.
2: It's, uh, I've, I've actually just typed it into my other PC so that I can watch it again later. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it is, um, it is an interesting, uh, to see how we humans navigate the humaning that we have to do right i mean it's just this has been a crucible year two years for all of us we haven't since the 19 you know since the 1940s war we haven't had something that affected the entire globe before mm-hmm. we've had weather things and we can see it over there right it's not always us um, and we've had country things um where You know, something has affected the country that we're in, but this time it was truly global. And, um, and we just get down to the core of what it means to be, to be a human navigating, being human. Um, I mean, it's, uh, the things we search for. It's so interesting because when you look at the people, that are doing those searches, chances are you wouldn't suspect that that's what they would search for. <laughs> um, I, I did like how to, how to stay strong, how to be, um, you know, how to heal uh, and these kind of things. Um, these are questions we used to ask each other around the fire and, you know, at the hearth and in circles and, and conversations and, what we don't, now we go to Google and, um, I, I really love that we have that facility. And I also wish that we had the ability to circle closer to our communities are not what they used to be, but thank God we had the internet community when we were, couldn't be in community with each other. You know, when it was in the middle of the pandemic, when we couldn't be together, this was the internet was a boon. It was what what kept most
3: of us connected. Yeah, I think it still. I think it still is. I mean, Jackie's talking about this in past tense, like this is what back in the pandemic. But <laughs> so, <laughs> which I appreciate very much. <laughs> I like that. That I like that uh, focus. Uh, but I say that because yesterday I had a meeting planned with a friend who. Although is local to me, we haven't spent time together for two years because of the pandemic. uh, There are other factors as well, right, because we're busy with things. So we sometimes our schedules are where I can't meet on this day and you can't meet on that day. And we finally decided that yesterday we were going to just be outside together because for other health reasons, this person's not vaccinated. And so we were going to do a picnic. And it was 80 degrees the day before when we planned it. And yesterday it was in the fifties and it was wet and gross. And so uh, I had, I had presents for her that had been sitting on my, you know, Ottoman for six months because we haven't seen each other. And so, um, she brought something by, uh, that she had cooked and she grabbed the presents and this was our plan B and she went back to her office and I stayed here in mine and we got on and had a virtual hour and a half of opening presents and being together. And what's funny is that we hadn't done that yet. We've had phone calls, but we've never met virtually. And it was so nice to be able to, even though we couldn't sit outside, see each other's face, you know? So, so even though I do want this to all be in the past, it's actually in my life anyway, it's still happening. And I was so thankful for the technology, right? Every day I'm Jackie and I meet on technology a lot. And I'm so thankful every time that we have, this wonderful technology, but I totally agree that um, the thankfulness for it is because of exactly what you said. These are things that we used to talk about, you know, around the kitchen table, around the fire, around wherever we were together, and we don't have that or we haven't had it as much. But something that stood out to me in those searches, especially the ones that I was thinking of how to make a comeback, Mm. And how to move forward. What that says to me is that even though we're in this kind of stuck place, like sort of still maybe, maybe not completely in the co- cocoon, but halfway in the cocoon maybe, you know, <laughs> but we're feeling this readiness to move forward. We're feeling this readiness to make that comeback, to stay strong, to, to find healing. And that is like, that gives me a lot of hope just to to think about it that way, that it's not yeah just, the optimism. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm feeling it and I think you two are feeling it. because we talk about this a lot, but that just tells me that like a lot of people are feeling it. You know, think about how many Google searches there actually are <laughs> in a year. Oh, it's, it's, we can't fathom it. This is funny. Jackie Walt says to me before the show, he's looking at the things and he, he's like, we're looking, he was looking at the trends page. He's like, huh. A lot of people searching for John Lennon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, this I good happened. I heard that I was backstage, I heard <laughs> that he was like,
2: uh, yes, of course I, they are.
3: are. <laughs> so I think i made a couple of those searches myself this past week watching that yes. documentary. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's um, out of the millions. I mean, I don't think I, that's exaggerating, right? Out of the millions of searches in a year, what was that? Oh, two? Yeah. What, what were what? there, 20, I mean, 30? There was a handful And those rose to the top. And that to me is really hopeful that Mm. we're ready to make a comeback. (laughs) We're ready to move forward. We are a resilient bunch. There's no doubt about it. Yeah.
0: I was also struck by the fact that Google chose, when they put the thing together, to start off with searches being shown in a variety of language, all saying how to heal.
1: Wow. Which which touches
0: on a couple of things. First of all, the global nature of what we've all been going through and the orientation of the people who were doing the searches, they were looking for, how do I get better? Mm-hmm. How do I improve? How do I improve my health? Yeah. Yes. I'm thinking, wow, that's mm-hmm. just, I mean, talk about right in our wheelhouse. What is it we've been talking about for the last year and a half?
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. That gave me chills. I have to tell you.
3: Yeah, me too. I, I, That's amazing. And I was speaking to somebody recently who is completely worn out because they've been working on the front lines of COVID for two years
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and they are the ones often working with people that are not going to make it. And they said to me um, that they were considering a different, um, you know, book, uh, a different career, a path or changing things a little bit, and they said to me, I can still be a healer. And, you know, that really made an impact on me because it showed me that although there's tremendous amount of stress in that one particular job, it's like there's lots of opportunities for me to still be a healer. I don't have, you know, where I can... Where I can take care of myself as well. Because that's what's Mm -hmm. happening right now in the a lot of the medical people, they they can't go anymore. They're exhausted. They just, you know, and that but that idea that I can still contribute, I can still help people heal, Mm -hmm. you know, really shows me that like Jackie said a minute ago, we're so resilient, like we don't give up easily, right? Like we're No, (laughs) we don't. That's yeah. (laughs) We want to keep going even and, you know, taking care of ourselves. We talk about self-care on this show probably every week. It comes in somewhere. And so being having that recognition that we can do both, we can still take care of ourselves. we can still ask the question, how do I heal? How do I take care of myself? And we can still contribute to other people's well-being and healing also. I think that's mm-hmm. a key, you know, to, to all of us on the globe making a comeback, <laughs> moving forward, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I also loved the celebrations that they showed to indicate people going back out into the public, going to, to public gatherings and so forth, and the jubilation that they showed oh, in the yeah. videos. Oh,
1: yeah. You could,
0: like you, you could pick it up somewhat just by listening to the audio, but you kind of had to see the video for that part because the, the on-screen shots were just absolute joy of people mm-hmm. being able to gather again. Just absolute joy. I love
3: that. And if you were yeah. only listening because I caught in the audio there was a a video of a person that was saying, I'm smiling under this mask. Right. They yes. the mask on, but they yes. were so excited to be, you know, to have a to have an event happening with lots of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So many things. I, I've I've been realizing this, you know, and I guess everyone has too, but so many things we took for granted. <laughs> like and so the, many
2: people we took for granted.
3: Yeah. Yes, yes.
2: So many jobs we took for granted until they couldn't be or weren't being filled. Um, And and so much of um, just our infrastructure that we took for granted. Um, The fact, you know, that we could just pop in a car and go and visit somebody, that we could just Mm -hmm. go and get something in the store that we wanted to or whatever. These are all... We've had... Our reality, our agreed upon reality, shaken up and tested, and and my hope is that we all um, that we all take this new perspective and don't try and return to what was. I, I yes, we want to be able to you know meet up with friends and things, but maybe so. And and this may sound a little. Um, Iconoclastic, But it's like maybe there are some friendships that you don't pick up again because you've discovered that having been disconnected puts you back in your power and you've reclaimed your individuality, you've reclaimed your identity, you've reclaimed your sanity maybe from not having had to be in a certain group. And then you get to choose the ones that add to your thriving, the ones that make you feel good, the ones that you can go and be celebrated in. And you choose to fill your life with those. Um, this is how it feels for me. It's, it, we all have this permission slip to reinvent ourselves. Um, and I find I mean, the people that I'm talking to now, I offered a, a, a quick invitation on my Facebook wall and I said for $111 you can come and talk to me for an hour about who you want to be next year. The conversations I'm having are delicious and they are so full of I get to leave Twenty 2020 and 2021 the way I was, I get to leave that behind and pick and choose what I take with me. And it's so funny that we've always had that opportunity. We've always been able to do that. We do it, you know, figuratively every January 1st. But this time <laughs> it's really starting to sink in the power people have to create their realities, to create their lives. And um, we've, you know, we, we've had our perspectives shifted and our, And our, uh, our beliefs about how the world functions have had to be scrutinized and, and adjusted. And from here, the world is literally
3: our oyster. We get to choose. Jackie, I love that you, you used a word that I, I was, it was on the tip of my tongue and you spoke it. And that was, you said reinvent ourselves. Because I I kept thinking Uh about that. I kept thinking of that idea of, you know, how do I make a comeback? that search. And I thought it's not a comeback that we want because we don't want to be back. We want to, we want a complete reinvention and not just of ourselves, but of, of us collectively. Right. And I think that's what's going to happen. That's my hope too. Anyway, is that, is that this time of pause of um, difference will create in us a realization of, of what works for us better and what doesn't like we've had most of us anyway, have had a little more quiet time um, or a little more time of being in solitude. And during that time, just like Jackie said, maybe we realize, wow, okay. You know, these things weren't really adding to my life what I wanted them to. And now they've been out of my life and I'm having that recognition. Like sometimes we just don't see it until we're away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like sometimes people take a vacation and during that time that they're away from their home, their city, their job, they're all the things that are normal to them. During that space of time they're away, they have this realization wow, like I didn't realize how much these things were stressing me out or not really working for me or whatever. And I think it's a great – it that's the upside. <laughs> that's the upside of all of this is that we can maybe recognize what would work better for us as individuals – and I still stay to the idea that whatever works better for us as individuals is probably better for the whole. Um, I, I see that in relationships, right? People stay in a job they don't like or a relationship that's not really working because they're doing it for someone else. You know, but if I leave this job, then that person, they'll be stuck and they won't have what they need. Or if I leave this relationship, I feel bad for leaving this other person. In reality if we do what's best for us it will be better for everybody. I mean there may be a there may be a rare chance that's not true but in my experience and with coaching people I, that's what I always see that in the end everybody says, yeah, it w- it's it was best for me too. Once we can get past the you know the roughness of it. But I think that this could work in the same way for the whole globe which is
1: you know, pretty ambitious. Yeah. It's exciting, <laughs> it is exciting.
3: It? It's, it's like what happened after the war. You know,
2: everybody got this new literal lease of life. Um, and, and we had surges in, in theater and movies and, and art and, um, you know, women's rights and all sorts of things that just had this amazing shift because of the global reset that we all went through um and and I think if we each navigate this next year with the same mindset, it's like how do we want to emerge from this um there, that is and 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 understanding that there is so much we have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for in the creation of our lives, and we are capable of manifesting so much more than we are currently. <laughs> Experiencing. And when you ab- agree to those two premises, then it really is a case of how big will you let your imagination be? How good can you let it get?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and the better it gets, the better it gets,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And really, the, you know, if in my worldview, we are a eight billion piece jigsaw puzzle and we get to, there is no other way. If, if, if your piece is not you then there, nobody else can be that piece that is you are you the, without you the piece the picture is incomplete so your job is to be the most you you can possibly be yeah, so I if guess. you've discovered some places that you were being less you for various reasons and circumstances and influences um and that awareness comes to you your job is to reorient to the most you you can be because that is, you are the contribution you're here to make and that will enhance the thriving of everybody.
0: There was another message that came through in the video that really caught my eye and caught my mind and caught my heart. Um And you guys are kind of touching on it, but I want to really bring it out. There was a speaker who was speaking and he said something like, We will come through this and we will be stronger, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is a theme we've talked about a lot pretty much since the beginning of the pandemic here on the show. But it was Mm -hmm. really great to hear it echoed on something as big as a Google platform.
1: Mm -hmm. I think people are beginning
0: to realize that on a large scale, we are coming through this stronger. It's taking a while for people to get it. A lot of people haven't even thought about it yet, but it's kind of catching on.
2: Yeah, we are not that who we were, and we are. Better. Right. We must, I don't use "better" as a thing, but we are different, and that difference will change our world.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and Jackie was saying, you know, that we I I love this idea of the the eight billion piece jigsaw puzzle. One of my favorite quotes I quoted on this podcast all the time is is a Deepak Chopra saying, "There are no missing pieces in the universe." Mm -hmm. you know you're not a missing piece you're not here by accident you're not an extra piece that doesn't fit and Mm -hmm. when we have that sense that we don't fit um most of the time it's because we're trying to be a different shaped puzzle piece and that piece doesn't fit but Mm -hmm. if we would be who we are and it's not a switch we can turn on and off you know that's the thing we have to realize is that who we are is who we are. And if we'll let that be, if we'll let ourselves be who we are. And sometimes it takes a lot of searching and, and looking and exploring and discovering to find that. But when we find it and we allow that to be, allow that to be okay, allow who we are to be, we are enough. You know, there's no missing persons. There's no missing pieces. You're You're the right shape, you know, <laughs> for the puzzle. If you are who you are, who you came here to be. And that's something that I think Jackie and I as coaches both both recognize we work on with people all the time because we're all in that space at one point or another where we're wanting to be authentic, wanting to be the true version of us. And, you know, we can be and you will fit when you are that version because that's who you came here to be. There's a there's a quote I'm trying to remember, um, but it's like uh, talks about being you can't be someone else someone already is that right yeah Judy Garland said
2: it's better to be a first-rate version of you than a second-rate version of someone else yes Yes.
3: exactly yes that's already that someone else you're trying to be is already taken (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely it's it's so important
2: and so you know if if any of the listeners have thought about you know have done those kind of searches just remember that you get to, you get to pave this road as you go. You get to decide where you, who you want to be when you emerge from this experience and how you will frame this story because that, that is really important. If you're going to frame it as, as, you know, an absolute disaster with no light at the end of the tunnel,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that will influence how you move forward. But if you take with you the good stuff and acknowledge the bad, because there was bad, some people had really rough experiences, but when you, when you frame it in a way that feels uplifting and pulls you into an identity you'd rather be, that's how, that's how we all move along forward. We will heal, we will get strong, we are stronger, but we will also create from this a world that is better for us having been through what we've gone through. Not that we would have wished it on us, right? We don't wish any of these things on ourselves. But when we have had that experience, we make the best of it and we make the best of ourselves from it. I
3: saw a meme that had, it said 2020 and it had a caterpillar. And then it said 2021 and it had a cocoon. And then it said 2022 and I had a butterfly
2: yeah and when we I
3: started like, doing the, sorry it got go me excited I was like yes yes that's yes. my hope that's my
2: hope <laughs> when we first had the very first lockdown I went onto my Facebook world, world uh, and said I refuse to be locked down I have chosen to cocoon yes. and I actually made a banner and I said come cocoon with me <laughs> and we were cocooning, we were, we were, you know, we were, we were doing nesting stuff, and we were doing all the projects that people had put off, and I was guiding them on, on, you know, changing environments and stuff, and doing all the things that we never got a chance to do before we had the global pause button, right? Um, and uh, and it's so amusing now to see the memes that said, you know, I thought the reason I didn't do housework was because I didn't have time at home. <laughs> yeah, well, that was true, uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah. there's so many things that um, you know only an event like this could facilitate, and those are the things we get to explore and see where the benefits are, and take with us if we choose.
0: I want to go back to the beginning of the video because that also keeps coming back into my mind. Everybody Googling all all the different languages, how to heal, how to heal. And I want to raise two questions for you guys to address. The first one is, what do you think they found? And then since then, what have we learned?
3: You want to go first, Cindy? (laughs)
2: That's
3: a good question. Um, Well, I mean, there's a... (sighs) veritable bonanza of, you know, YouTube videos, because when you're searching Google, I'm guessing that's much of what you're getting on healing. But healing is a deep topic because we are um, nuanced and layered with emotional healing and physical healing. And of course we had a pandemic. So a lot of that's going to be physical how do I get my body to be healthy? But there's also, you know, the the health uh, that we experience or the lack of health that we experience with mental health, with emotional health, with so many things. And so I think that what did they find? Um I think it's so varied and wide what could be found. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure. We're talking about Google, too. So there's also the algorithm of what's the right thing for you, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Because, uh, I think they would have found what um, – I hope they
2: found what they weren't looking for before. <laughs> I, I hope they found something new. I hope they found something Outside of who they were before, and knowing Google's algorithm, chances are they didn't, unless they got recommendations from somebody else, because Google will keep. Google likes you to stay the same. So does Facebook. So do any of these algorithms. Like, mm-hmm. You always liked butter <laughs> and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, and it's so daft because it's like you'll buy, I don't know, a toilet seat, for example. I remember this happening. I bought a toilet seat and suddenly my entire social media feed is full of ads for toilet seats. It's like, how many do you think I need? <laughs> so it just, <laughs> so I it is, it's, it's a weird thing, right? But, um, and this is where, this is where, um, I hope that they found something that made them consider something different. And because we're here, I mean, you know, LOA, when it came out first, was a a very not it's not a new concept, but it was it was a fresh concept for the time that it was brought back into awareness. Right. And mm-hmm. um, and we get we get chances to look at things differently and and offer a different perspective and. Um, so if somebody asked me how do I heal, once we get the medical stuff out the way, I'm immediately going to go to environment. I'm going to go to self-care. I'm going to go to the things that bring you comfort so that you refill your well to have the capacity to heal, right? Um, and then you've got somebody who, you know, I <laughs> I remember seeing going to um, see a, a surgeon with my husband, and he was saying, well, do I actually need surgery for this? And the guy said, well, you know, if you wanted a hole, you've come to a guy who sells hammers and nails. We're going to, we're going to sell you a hammer. Um, so he, in other words, the person you ask is going to frame the answer, but I'm hoping that people frame their questions in new ways so that they got different answers. Yeah. I, li- I like
3: that. I like that, that scope of that widening your scope of what's possible for you, right? And then Mm -hmm. something else you said about, you know, um self-care, one of the things that I'm always reminding people of, because sometimes when we go for how do I heal, we really want a magic bullet, right? Yeah. yeah. We want that thing that we've never looked for and that we've never seen before. And that's the new thing that's going to be the thing that's going to finally help us. And I often go back to, and I, I'm no different than that, right? Like, I always want a new book to read. I always want a new thing, a new idea, a new concept. Like, what is it? Give it to me. Uh, but also I realize that sometimes the very most foundational and basic things of our own care, like getting enough sleep and getting enough water and getting healthy food to eat um, as much as we can, right? is sometimes the thing that people aren't doing and they're looking for something else that's further away. They're looking for some new thing or something that they haven't thought of before. And I'm always bringing them back to, well, tell me how you're sleeping.
2: Yes, agreed. I'm right? the same. I'm the same. And I don't coach anyone until I know how they're sleeping and
3: how they're eating right? and the water they drink Right, and it's and this is the thing that I always am teaching is that, especially here with law of attraction, with conscious creation, with magic, whatever you want to call it, you are creating from your foundation. And your foundation, think about that word. These are just foundational types of care. Getting sleep, things you do for a baby: has the baby had food? Has the baby slept enough? You know, it's like has the baby moved? something Yeah, right. Yes. Very, very basic foundational kind of fear for us. But if we go back there and take a look at that, because sometimes those are the actually the easier things to do than those, you know, weird far out things that we haven't heard of. And then we go there with Jackie, with environment, with, you know, I read something, um one of my favorite teachers, uh Louis Mohico, he teaches on um, trauma. But one of the things that he teaches in one of his courses is um, quitting caffeine. And I, I still drink caffeine, so I'm not um, advocating any particular line of thought, but something that he says that really made me go, wow, is that caffeine helps us ignore our boundaries Wow! Mm. because we might not want to do this thing. Maybe we don't want to study anymore tonight, but, oh, I'm just going to get an espresso. I'll do it. I'll just power through. When our body is saying, I don't want to do that. I'm too tired. I need rest more than I need to to read another chapter, right? But it's like, no, I'm just going to power through. And so we don't, We caffeine is one of those things that allows us to tap into our, you know, adrenaline, to make some more adrenaline and to ignore the boundaries that our body is trying to, Get us to listen to. And so. That hammer
0: again, that hammer you were talking about before is now being picked up and we're hammering some more.
3: Right. So I think, you know, the foundational parts of like that's one thing is I do drink caffeine, but I drink it in the morning and I drink a very small amount. I used to not be like that. I would just keep that coffee coming. Keep it coming, bartender. Keep it coming. Um, Yeah. Can I have an intravenous, please? Yes. (laughs) Right. And so. So sometimes it's really basic things like that that are the beginning of how do I heal? That is how. Mm -hmm. And I think it always goes back. Always goes back. We talk about that baby. (laughs) Yeah. Baby, right? We love this baby. We want to feed it and hold it and cuddle it and tell it how wonderful it is and make sure it gets its Mm -hmm. nap. And if we would, like, look at ourself that way as that precious, precious, priceless being that we need to care for. (laughs) With yeah. the very foundational things, that's the beginning of how do I heal? Agreed. One the, Agreed.
0: One of the things I'm most proud about here on LA Today is <clears throat> dating right back to when the first lockdowns started to happen uh, in mid-March of 2020 and, and April of 2020, people were really feeling down, really feeling black moods, scared, everything. I mean, all the, the most negative emotions were cropping up. And here on the show we were hammering the message. We were literally hammering it. We can get better. We can heal. We can get through this. This is not the end. This is the beginning. Good stuff's going to come out of this. And as I look back on that, I say, wow, that that was almost revolutionary at that point.
1: Mm, it was radical. That's through. for sure. It was yeah. radical.
0: But yeah. we stuck to that message and, and look how it's held true. It's been wonderful mm-hmm. how it's held mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I like and to remember a, it is a useful thing about helpful delusions. You know, we talk about delusional people and, and he's delusional, but you know, um, Gates, no relation. Uh, his (laughs) delusion was that we would have, not that I've found, um, his delusion was that there would be a PC in every house, a personal computer in every house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people just went, no, that's never going to happen. You know, our, Delusion was that people need to work together in offices. Well, yeah, we've froze, you know we've shown that that one doesn't have to happen. We get to um, choose our delusions and our helpful delusions, like we can make it through this, we can get better at the end of this. I can be whoever I damn well please. That these are delusions that are thriving are built on. You just get to choose
3: the ones that empower. Yeah, empowering is the key. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. you're right. Walt, when you said that, I just got chills. I thought, yes. Oh my gosh.
0: It's exactly what we did.
3: Because we also did not ignore the reality of what was happening. No. Right? I mean, it's a reality that, that everyone's experiencing, but we also tried to keep that, I don't know, hopefulness alive and the knowledge that, you know, the body's propensity is to heal. It is. And you get a a cut on your hand, and tomorrow it's already trying to seal itself up, right? Like our the planet is the same. Yes, yes. There's a there's a um, a quote from I'm not sure who the doctor was because it's a, another friend of mine that told me, and I I think she's actually told me the doctor's name, but I keep never forget. <laughs> but the quote is, "It's a wonderful concept. Is that every symptom is a healing gesture and." That has brought me through a lot of symptoms, <laughs> right? Yeah. I get a any kind of symptom, a minor thing, you know, a headache, whatever. It's like, you know, this symptom is a sign to me that my body is trying to heal itself, and you know that's important to remember when we're needing healing. Is the body when we give mm-hmm. the body what it needs, it it does a pretty good job of healing. Uh, Something else that was in that video, Walt, was that I don't know if it was audio or if it was just on the screen because I was reading everything on the screen. And, you know, there was a lot of information coming out in two minutes because you had audio and also the visual. But someone had typed in, I think, um, where do I go to get a vaccination? Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, you know, like Jackie was talking about this idea of having a PC in every home. like. Every single day, I think I say to my husband or to one of you, like, we're the Jetsons. Like, because my mind is always so blown about the technology that we have access to. When one of our kids would say, how do you get, you know, ask for directions? My husband would be like, you have billions, trillions of dollars worth of technology in your hand right now. Like, look at the map. that. Yep. Like, use the technology, right? And we have that, and it is such a blessing to think mm-hmm. that people were searching for all of those things we saw on the search, and they were finding answers. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, reminded I of
0: the, uh, the head of, one of, I think it was the head of the MIT Computer Lab back in the 1940s and 50s, so this is the very earliest computers, who made the prediction that the world would never need more than 12 computers. <laughs>
3: I have 12 computers probably in my house. <laughs> yes,
2: right. and
3: IBM who and
2: IBM who said no we're going to need typewriters for everything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. It's 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 yeah. the it's it's surreal. It is absolutely surreal. Um and it's Still so malleable, you know, we are still creating that future. We get to choose with every choice. We are creating our future. We, we are navigating towards the reality we want. Um, I do think we should have had hoverboards by now, but you know, something's taking a little longer than others and a house that cleans itself. Where did that go? Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is the, the fact that you can type in and ask It's amazing, absolutely uh, amazing.
0: By the way, actually, the hoverboards do exist, as do the floating cars. We just haven't caught on yet. But there, there are people who have actually manufactured them. You can look them up.
3: Wow. Well, hopefully, yes. hopefully, we'll have a self cleaning house before we have a flying car, because that's more important <laughs> to me. Yes,
2: exactly, and especially if we're all going to be spending so much time at home, what do you need a floating car for? You'd <laughs> much rather have a, a self cleaning <laughs> house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you're talking about here reminds me of something I was reading. There, there's a book that came out about um I would say 8 years ago, I think it was, called Contagious. And it's not about diseases. It's about how things go viral.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and really interesting book. I was I was rereading it again um for the first time in a long time. One of the things that they talked about when they cuz he he basically used data to, to identify what really makes stuff go viral. And he identified seven different factors. One of them he calls social currency, which is really nothing more than I like to have something to show to you because it makes me look good. Yeah. That's really what social currency amounts to. That social currency shows up in a number of different ways during the pandemic. Everybody had something they wanted to show. It may not have been always accurate, May have been mm-hmm. inaccurate times, but everybody wanted to show. There was a constant show and tell going on. Well, look, look at this thing I found. I found this fact over there. Yeah, but that fact is wrong. But look at this fact. I mean, it was just like this endless stream of all <laughs> these people trying to share. Well, I've got a better piece of information over here and it's all about the pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm. It was amazing.
0: You know, yeah. something that, that for many of us was, um, a fearful thing actually became a status symbol. <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's
2: so what i loved about and this i keep doing this though i keep i'm gonna need to stop apologizing what i loved about the pandemic time is that (laughs) great
0: title for a book by the way
2: yes um it's it is it is the things like on facebook there was a, a a facebook group that popped up called quarantine cuisine (laughs) <laughs> and it was and it was just it. people making meals out of the stuff in their pantries
1: mm-hmm. and we would mm-hmm. you know
2: somebody say I have this this and this and then somebody say, oh you just need to add this and this and then you've got a, this fabulous meal and then they were showing how there. one woman came on and she was teaching everybody how to plate things you know make them look like because she did that that was her job And then another, somebody else came in and said, how to make your kids eat vegetables? And she was cutting them into all, not that we ever have the time after the pandemic, but nonetheless, there were people whose kids were eating vegetables because they looked like a lion in a, in a jungle. Yeah. And it was just, it was so fun. And then, and then we had quarantine couture, which was another one with people just basically saying, I have this, piece of clothing what the hell do I wear with it how do I style it and then other people come on well yeah what's wrong is that it, you know the hem is too long for the the height you are and let's change this and it was so there was this whole communal thing happening um about topics that are normally in everyday life sped over we don't we we kind of just like most people will throw dinner together. Most people will just put an outfit that they don't. We, we were, we were celebrating things that before that we had just made it part of everyday life. And it was, it was a really beautiful thing to see.
0: Mm. I love how people got really clever. Like really
1: so really clever.
2: creative. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and yeah, you know, we can, we can chalk it up to needing a distraction. But nonetheless, it was really, really cool. Um and I, I the thing that made me think about it was that my mum still remembers taking an eyeliner pencil, a brown eyeliner pencil, and drawing a line down the back of her legs to make it look like she had seamed stockings on.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: because she couldn't yeah. get stockings. In England at the time, right? Her Mm. mum, her she would draw seam stockings on her mum, right? Mm -hmm. And these are the things that we get. It's like that is brilliant. Do you know how many times on stage I drew seam stockings down the back of my legs because I was like, why not? And it was so, it was so clever. And and yet, had we not had the need. The creativity wouldn't have arisen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, there's that saying that necessity is the mother of invention. I think necessity is also the mother of creativity. A lot of the times when we have to, we do. And we I think, I think the pandemic has shown us where when we have to, we do.
0: And boy, did we! I mean, people yes. were creating for their kids. They were creating things in the backyard. You know, they they turned a a hill into an adventure park, and they yeah. you know, I mean, just all sorts of
3: things. Of yes, absolutely. People started working puzzles. Like the puzzles, the sale of puzzles, like jigsaw puzzles, was off the charts. Because and people, board and games. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so that means people were sitting down together at tables, and you know, spending time together doing something fun. I think that's really.
2: Although I will just say that if I had had to spend, be isolated with my brothers and a Monopoly board, one of the three of us would not have survived. <laughs>
0: uh, that's, it, that's that's also the that side too, because the fact is a lot of people did get creative. A lot of people did find ways to come together. A lot of other people found that it was even more of a challenge because yes. they were... They, they were basically locked in with people they didn't want to be locked in with.
3: Or by themselves.
0: Or no, by
1: themselves. Yes, one oh, of the, the two, more.
2: yeah. And and that also needs to be addressed because we need to understand that healing is not just the physical, that we have been through a global traumatic event. And we have to have that as part of our, um, our zeitgeist moving forward. Mm-hmm. We have to understand there are teenagers who... Feel robbed because they didn't have their graduation, they didn't have their senior yeah. year, they didn't have. There are athletes who couldn't go to an Olympics that they'd been working for. There are there are yeah. people. I mean, I have a friend whose whose IVF got put on hold, and now she can't. So mm-hmm. there are, there was so much that happened that was traumatic without us having to get sick to experience it. Like if the people who got COVID, that's bad enough. And there's all the other things that happened. And so um, my one wish is that I hope we all learn to be kinder. I hope that we learned to allow for other people's experiences in ways that we
3: didn't have the chance to before. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. And like you said, you know, with, with mental health and emotional health, those are things that sometimes – are invisible to other people and people that have really struggled, you know, people that are, would identify as being extroverts that have been in solitude with no other person living with them for all this whole time that are ready to just, you know, burst out. Um, that really affects your mental health. And lots of every, all of this, all of us are carrying a weight because of this, that we weren't carrying before. And that affects our mental health, which affects our emotional health, which affects our physical health, because we're holistic. And so I agree. I I, That would be one thing that could come out of this that would be fantastic. And that is a greater understanding of how our mental health affects all of us, Mm
1: -hmm. all
3: of us as a person, all the layers of us, but also all of us as a community together. So I think, and I think it will, you know, we talked about this a few weeks back months back can't remember but we talked about <laughs> time what, is immaterial anymore yeah what we call the you know what they were calling the great resignation or the great quitting mm. with all the people who were essential workers how suddenly we realized how important right all the workers that worked, they were, right mm-hmm. exactly like how important they were especially the workers that were um I can't think of the names of some of the companies, but that were delivering groceries, you know, so we could stay in out there mingling with people, putting themselves in harm's way, really, um, and becoming so essential. Us having the realization of how essential all of these people were, um, I don't want to lose that. Like, I i 've had family members and children that work in health care and work in hospitality, so I think i 've always had that recognition to some degree of how important those jobs are. but we got it we all got it in a bigger way, and I want to we need to hold on to that we need to hold on to the recognition of how essential and valuable all of these people are, our communities are. And we're pay doing. them accordingly
2: because yes. half the reason for the Great Resignation is because people realized that they were being woefully underpaid. Yes, for underpaid, what they were going unappreciated. Like, you and know, exactly, and yes. so, you know, it's it is. Um, there are jobs out there, but they have to be paid for. Properly because people now have a different set of criteria. We've all come through this with different, we think different things are important now compared to how we did in 2019.
3: Yes, we have
2: had a perspective shift, a lens, a lens shift. We look at life differently and we will protect, um, you know, those that, that are, are fundamental to the way society functions they need to get the credit and the remuneration that that is that goes with the work
3: they do agree so agree so much it's so important and in- An
0: interesting thing, too, that that goes along with that, and people here in the United States who are listeners will recognize this because here in the U.S., I think the issue has also popped up in various ways in other countries around the world, but here in the U.S., one of the issues recently has been minimum wage. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of talk about uh, in the U.S. raising minimum wage to $15 an hour. The pandemic took care of that. All the major employers now are offering well above $15 an hour, not a year after everybody was resisting it. Yep. The pandemic took care of it. Who mm-hmm. needs Congress? Like the pandemic. I mean, I, I don't really mean that. You know what no, I mean. It's
2: like, you know, uh, it, it, it the, the war, the Second World War, was what got women into the workplace. Mm-hmm. Because the men were all fighting. The women <laughs> took over factories and they took over boardrooms and they took over, you know, production lines and all the rest of it. And when the men came back, it's like, yeah no, you can't have your job back just because you're <laughs> male. no, that's not how this works um and so you know it is it is um to be fair,
0: sometimes it did work that way and that oh sure it did,
2: better. but it still it yeah. still changed the mindset of yeah. you know that women can't or shouldn't or any of those things but yeah i think I think if we allow ourselves to view our future, through the lens we've created of these past two years, rather than trying to go back to how things were, nostalgia won't serve us. We need to plow forward and we need to heal. And so healing let's... takes, takes guts, takes diligence, takes devotion, takes kindness, all those things.
0: So, so let's actually take a, a law of attraction stance on this. What intentions do we want to set for 2022 yeah. and years after that?
3: Such a good question.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're going to be a conscious creator, you got to do the creative. Uh,
3: I mean, I think that for me, it's the intentions I had even before, but, you know, equality is super important. Um Creativity super, you know, important. And I think that those are the things that are going to sustain what we're experiencing you know into some, and and grow it into something better is recognizing that we all matter and we're all important you know the essential workers that were looked down on for so long is you know suddenly oh my goodness we can't live without you right um recognizing that we all contribute i think that's that was my that's always been my intention is for people to recognize how valuable they are and for the world to recognize how valuable Everyone
0: is. I like that. Really good. I think speaking for myself, I'll say I intend to appreciate more. Mm
1: -hmm. And in so doing, I hope
0: to inspire others to appreciate more. Across the board, no one limited topic, like everywhere, everything. Yeah. in every way possible because well i mean energetically we know what appreciation does yeah. appreciation just it, it gets us to a higher vibration all the stuff that we've been wanting starts to show up life gets better you get you get, you get the abundant lifestyle you've been wanting oh, to have
1: soil. appreciation right. yeah
0: so i figure that's probably the best intention i know how to put out there and the, the, the other thing I really like about appreciation I, I was realizing this uh, by the way uh, uh, this is a little quick uh, promo message the stream of David's going to be on tomorrow David's circle's going to be here. and I thought of that because in a recent TIA um, meeting they uh, the stream shared a, a concept, an idea of the, they're, they're calling it the pyramid, basically any kind of uh, social structure you want to look at there's a pyramid and there's people at the top, people at the bottom and so forth, more people at the bottom, you fewer at the top. and if you understand, how appreciation works, you understand how to rise to the top of the pyramid. That was the basic message they were, they were giving out there. And they made a really um, unusual statement that I think we brought up here on the show, which is that appreciation is a higher vibration than love. And I thought about that, yes. and I realized that the reason that's true is that appreciation never stops increasing the vibration. It always keeps going higher and higher and higher and higher. It appreciates. That, it, it appreciates, yeah. exactly. That's, that's what it is to appreciate. It means it yeah. goes up. Yes. The more I think about that, I mean, what else could I want? Right? <laughs> that's, like, yeah, that's, that's,
3: right. that's it. That's the intention. I'm with you. That's it. Because <laughs> that's <what laughs> all the other intentions into focus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Plus, I it think it's exciting too.
2: For me, I am going to become a even more of a walking permission slip to be the most you you can possibly be in the world. Nice. Because I appreciate every single the, the individual, the humanity, the, the human. And I think the more we appreciate ourselves, the more we show up as ourselves, the more we become the contribution we're here to make. And so I am, that's, that's my goal is just like, I just want to see more youness in the world <laughs> from each and every one of us.
0: And you know what's so cool about that? Because you set that intention, we're going to see it.
2: Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yes we will without a doubt.
0: And I love that. I love the fact that when we set these intentions they actually come true. They
2: do. I think they already are true. I don't think they come true. I think they are true and we just navigate towards that reality.
3: Yes, okay. we recognize the truth in it. We become aware yes. of it. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, and we make our and we make our way towards the the reality where that is a given. And I, I am mean, I,
0: I, <laughs> I, I don't care whether I'm coming to me or I'm going to it. It doesn't make any difference to me as long as I'm. Close, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You know, if the island swims to me, I'm just as happy as if I'm swimming to the island. <laughs> <laughs> it's it it's less work
2: cool to have the island swim to you than to the I'll just float here and let the island. That's it. <laughs> Hawaii, come on in.
1: It's bloody
0: cold out there. That is great. Well, this has definitely been a very inspired conversation. I'm glad I found that video. By the way, people who want to see that video, it's very simple. Go to the Google homepage. You'll see it right at the bottom. There's a link really yeah. really hard and
2: if you type in year in search it actually gives you year in search for various other years too it does. you go
0: back to all the years yeah it's really cool cool yeah all right well thank you guys yeah. very much look forward to talking to you in a week from now and thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere we will see you all next time here on LOA today goodbye
1: everybody thank you, thank you.